0: Welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. That's my job. So you said hit it.
1: Oh no! I was just like, "Welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast." I'm your host, Aisha Shelton, joined by my handsome husband, Kevin Shelton. Boom! Your girl changed it up.
0: All right. <laughs> every week it's something different.
1: Is it? I'm, I'm it's like
0: waking up day. with a new wife every week.
1: Okay, a new a new podcast wife every week.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I like that.
1: Okay, well, welcome back, y'all. Welcome back um today we get to talk about credit credit get your credit right or wrong um no but seriously uh can you do real estate with bad credit good credit 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 i don't know what are we talking about today something about no credit so we're talking estate.
0: about credit and we could talk about it in a lot of different ways but there is definitely a a theme out there that you can do real estate with no credit, low credit, bad credit, good credit, all credit. And the reality of the situation is technically, sure, you can do real estate with bad credit, no credit, um, all that good jazz. But
1: the best kind of the best way to do real estate
0: is with good credit. It makes your life much easier. So, you know, they say the power of a credit score of 800 is worth like 200 grand. Um, And in real estate, that's extremely valuable because, of course, real estate costs in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. So if just off your income, whether that's your job or your business and your good credit, you can go finance a property, you're already ahead of the game.
1: Yeah. So um, and we're talking about from an investing standpoint when it comes to credit. And honestly, I'd like to explore obvi- the obvious ways, some ways that you can use credit when you have good credit, because some of our viewers out here sitting on that big fat 800 or 850. What's the max? I
0: think it's 850.
1: Eight, sitting on the, the big board 800 what and something. Well, we got
0: board. And
1: then you have people who don't have good credit, right? And they may be telling themselves that like, oh, we have to wait it out because our credit isn't good or my credit isn't good. And that's not necessarily true too. So I'd like to explore today some of the ways that if you have good credit, how you can leverage that credit in order to invest and then build your portfolio. And then if you have bad credit, some of the ways that you can invest and build your portfolio as well.
0: No, those are great, great options. So I definitely think those are great ways to, to talk about credit in this podcast today. Let's start with bad and then we'll get to the good.
1: Really? Oh you want to start with good and then get to the bad. But we can start okay. with bad. No,
0: no, no. We can start with good. Okay, we can start good. with good.
1: So you have good credit, mm-hmm. want to invest in real estate, you have a job uh, maybe both you guys have a job or you have a stabilizer and igniter. And if you follow the marriage and real estate podcast, you know, the difference between the stabilizer and the igniter. Yep. How can you leverage that credit in order to start or build your investment portfolio?
0: So the easiest way, of course, is to buy property. And if you have good credit and you have a job, you can leverage that income to get financed for a second home or investment property. Now, typically, you still have down payment requirements, Mm -hmm. which is something that a lot of people don't talk about. Um, One of the benefits of good credit is you can get great terms. But one of the downsides is um, whenever you have it's almost like a crutch. You know what I mean? Like good credit can be a crutch because you don't really have to be very creative to use good credit. If you have cash and good credit together boom you got business all day
1: yeah but there's nothing wrong with having cash and good credit no 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 as not a matter of fact while i don't think there's any particularly ideal situation i think you probably in real estate we're just problem solvers right we're solving mm-hmm. problems and so you just don't have uh as big as a problem to solve as somebody who doesn't have a uh, good credit or somebody who doesn't have enough cash maybe you have the credit and you don't have the cash but in this business, regardless of what aspect of this business you're doing, it's about the creativity and how you solve problems. That's how those of us who are succeeding in um, the real estate business are actually succeeding is we're solving problems.
0: Yeah. So I'll, I'll give an example of how we've used good credit. Um, so when we were originally getting started investing in real estate, we owned an existing property that we had a lot of equity in. So we went and got a HELOC. So HELOC required high sc- credit score, 700 plus score.
1: And a HELOC is?
0: Home equity line of credit.
1: Home equity line of credit. So mm-hmm. it functions very much like a credit card, yep. but it's at the bank. So you have access to a line of money, maybe uh, $60,000, $100,000, and you can take money off of it. So the money that you use, so say you go and you wanna put $60,000 down payment, on a property, you take that $60,000 out of your line of credit, you pay interest only yep. on the 60000 and and when you pay it back, it just replenishes that line, and now you have another $100,000 to you know, invest with.
0: Yep. And the, the benefit to that is that uh, pretty low rate. So it's like five to six percent, which interest rates are risen now.
1: Depends on. Yeah. depends it, on and when it depends
0: on your credit and, and your particular bank. But it is something that's available for those of you with great credit to get a home equity line of credit. Now, let me say this. Um, the disclaimers and we're not bankers, we're not uh, attorneys, we're not whatever. Financial advisors, financial advisors. We so are
1: simply sharing what what we have seen and what we have done.
0: Every single bank has different stipulations for what you can do with a home equity line of credit. Mm -hmm. So before you guys run out and get home equity lines of credit based on your property, check with your bankers, check with your attorneys, check with your local laws and registrations to make sure that you're not misappropriating any funds with the home equity line of credit, because they want you to do whatever they, whatever you told the bank, you're going to do with that money. You need to go do that. Yeah. Um, Now, let me say this you can use that good credit and now the cash to go and buy another property that um, then you would have equity in uh, you can refinance and then wash out that line of credit so, so that's a good way to do it
1: one of, so the way we use our line of credit and I hope we didn't violate anything now that you're saying that, but this was no, ago. we
0: didn't, it didn't have the, so we,
1: on. we took the lot, we took the equity from the house with the line of credit and we bought a property that we then, it was a lipstick flip. Yep. So it had a great foundation and great bones. And all we had to do was go in and do some updates to fixtures and yep. paint and that kind of stuff. Um, And we flipped that property. We did. And so when we sold that property, we, were able to pay back the line of credit and then take our profit from that. So that's how we used our line of credit to do a flip. Yep. Um, and obviously there's so many other creative ways that you can use that line as well.
0: And the benefit of doing that way was it gets you in the game mm-hmm. and then it gives you another property that then creates the cash, not only to pay back the line of credit, um, because that's a part of your down payment and stuff, but now it creates new profit that you can then invest, which we did in additional properties. So, um, that's good credit kind of in a snapshot. Now, there's more things that you can do with good credit. I mean, you can be the financial partner in other people's deals. You can, uh, use that good credit to participate in maybe some of the lower risk, better interest rate, um, investments out there um you can i mean the the things that you can do with good credit in a job are endless bad credit is a little bit more complicated mm-hmm. but also you learn more in doing the real estate part of that right yeah so bad credit causes you to be more creative
1: are we there yet did we did we successfully transition from good credit to bad credit is there any other way we only talked about one way with good credit so i just and if this was just about, let's tell you one way to do with good credit and one no, way no, to do no, no, no. So I talked about
0: investing in other people's deals. So I talked about um barely. <laughs> okay,
1: you skimmed. I apologize. No problem.
0: I'll go. I'll deep dive. Let me deep dive. Oh, cool. So let's say you have an investment partner, somebody that comes up to you and says, hey, I have the skills, I have the deal, and I don't have the credit to go and the experience to go get a loan to be able to transact this project. You can put your credit up and with your signature, be a financial partner that then helps deals get financed. So that would give you a better return than you'd otherwise get and a part of the equity stake of a project. So it gives you a way into the game as well just by using your good credit.
1: Okay. So there are two ways that you can use good credit to invest in real estate. And I would challenge you guys to go look at other ways that you can go and invest in real estate with good credit. If all you had was credit or credit and money, and it's always like a mix, right? And sometimes it's nothing, but with whatever you have. So I th- I feel like if we were to sit down with the couple and they said, Hey, uh, Kevin and Aisha, we have, Good credit. We both work a job and we have, you know, uh, pretty decent incomes. What can we do and how can we start? We would give a totally different prescription yep. um, for somebody who's like, listen, we got, I got time, I got money, but my credit is bad. Yep. That would be a completely different pre- prescription for that particular couple. So what do you tell the couples who have bad credit? And they want to invest because most people are like oh we don't have good credit i'm working on my credit and after i get my credit together then i'm going to invest right i always think the time is like right now you just have to find a way to find a solution so that you can get in the game right now because that does take time and the less time that you're in the market it's the less money that you're making and so you want to be creative enough to find ways to get into the real estate market so you got a couple and this couple comes to you they got bad credit they got money but they have and time, what are you going to advise them to do?
0: So time, money, bad credit. Yeah. So the thing with time and money and bad credit, the lending part is the hamperance, right? So you can't just walk into a bank and get a regular loan, but if you have time and you have money, what you can do is find a, a deal that has such an upside that You can get financing at a little bit less advantageous terms because you have bad credit, but you have the money to do that deal, right? So you might get a 60% value loan or you might get 30% value loan. Because you have money, you can use that money to make your deal happen. Um, Same thing with time. You have the time to make the deal happen.
1: So explain to the people what a value loan is. Okay, so,
0: um, so when you purchase a property, most properties in the United States are somewhere between 3 to 20% down. So you're getting between 97 to 80% of the value of that property in the loan, mm-hmm. right? So as your credit profile goes down, the amount of risk that a bank is going to take on you goes down too. Right. So they're not going to give you up to 80% because they don't trust that just 20% is enough for you to have in that property to protect them. Right. So that's where you get into less advantageous terms like 70, 60, 50. We've seen as low as 30% loans, right? Where somebody's saying, I'll give you some of this money, but I'm not going to give you all that money. Right. And they still want the same terms as the original bank who put up 80%, so they want first lien position, they want the, be, uh, the ability to call that loan due, uh, foreclose on you if they need to, even though, excuse me, even though they're only giving you 50% of the deal or 40% of the deal.
1: Yeah, and honestly, some might say like, oh, that's a bad deal, like I I don't get, the interest rate is less than favorable or mm-hmm. the terms of the loan is less than favorable. And we had a mentor that told us like, a hundred percent of zero
0: is zero is
1: zero, right? So if you have to get a hard money loan, which is typically not the most favorable, yeah. but you still have some margin on it, mm-hmm. it's better to get whatever that margin is rather rather than nothing, right? Yep. if you just didn't do anything so hard money, I mean. And in my opinion, and we've done this, too, is we've used hard money until we've gotten to a place where we didn't have to use hard money, where we could have more favorable terms because our credit score and our income or whatever match that energy that Mm -hmm. a larger institution would be happy to invest with. And so it's and that's also why I say, like, you got to just jump in. You got to solve the problem and you got to jump in because there's so many ways around it. Um, in and order so, many to, opportunities. And so many opportunities and there's an opportunity that exists for everybody so there is no perfect situation yep. for when and how you should start investing you really just need in my opinion exposure which mm-hmm. i feel like marriage and real estate society and talking to people that do what it is that you want to do talking to kevin and i about what you want to do those things help to like open your eyes and enlighten you and everybody's situation is different like everybody yep. you I mean the path. if there was a straight path then everybody would take it but each couple and each situation kind of needs a little bit of tweaking here it's like a, a dj board you know
0: mm, uh with sound all the board. knobs it's
1: like a soundboard everybody has a little tweak here you should to do this, find everybody's voice
0: you need to tweak all of them yeah there. yeah
1: so that
0: that's a good analogy
1: yeah so I mean credit should not be a hindrance for why you don't invest. Um, and I always still say, like, the best time is now. And even right now, when everybody's like, interest rates are high and it's about to be a recession, And I'm like, people still buying property, period.
0: You know what's crazy? So the worse your credit is, the better deal you have to find, but it gives you better deals, mm-hmm. right? So if you know a hard money lender is only gonna give you 60%, mm-hmm. well, you gotta buy a deal at 30% mm-hmm. so that your cost basis is still so low that it makes that deal worth it to you, right? And what I mean by cost basis is how much you're paying for the property, Mm -hmm. right? So if I'm looking at a property that's $100,000 and I know this hard money lender is only gonna give me $60,000, right? I gotta buy it at Mm $20,000 and put $20,000 in it. So I still have this $20,000 margin for what my hard money lender is gonna give me because I know, hey, either I'm gonna put more money in this and have more risk on my side or I got to buy it so good that it eases the burden of that cash right now. I mean, if you got money, then you no problem buying it down. But if you don't, if you don't have good credit and you don't have money, now you got to be real creative because your skill set all lies in your creativity. Yep. Um, I want to give another another version of what you can do with bad credit. So when you have bad credit, but you have time, you can be the operational partner for a partnership with somebody else who does have cash or good credit, even for the bank. Yeah. So um, a guy I used to work with years ago when I started my first construction company, um, he was one of the contractors I used to work with. So he partnered with the hedge fund and became basically their GC. So instead of doing his own deals because he didn't have the credit, he didn't have the the money. What he did was he said, hey, all I got is time and I have this skill set. Let me just work for you and you give me a little bit of the back end of a deal. But it gets me in the game. Yeah. And what he did was he did 10, 15, 20 deals with this head fund, stacked his money, built up his credit so then he could start doing one, two deals on his own. Uh, and that was a way that he overcame his bad credit and still used it to make money until he was able to get back on that horse.
1: And that's my thing, too. Like, even if you have bad credit, you want to get in the game so that you can amass that cash so that you can fix your credit. Right. Yep. And so while you're fixing your credit. And, and don't, or you don't have good credit, you should still be having a plan to bring that credit up so that you can have more favorable terms, right? Always. And so you're making a little bag every time you refinance or flip or whatever it is that you're doing. And then you improve your credit by paying stuff off or down or whatever those tactics are that improve your credit. And then, then you can have more favorable terms. And then you'll be clearing more of a profit than you did at the beginning. But you're still making a profit and you're moving, right? So that might be adding rentals to your portfolio. So that's why I'm saying, like, don't wait, because if you wait, if you were to wait until your credit got right or good and that took you two years or three years, that's no properties being added to your portfolio or no cash being added to your coffers. But if you were to invest with bad credit and the terms are worse, the, you know, the interest rate is not as great as this one. So you, it's a little bit skinnier, but but just a little bit skinny, skinnier. You're making money that entire time. So for those of you that are waiting, that are just like, we need to get this, 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 and this done, stop waiting because those of us that are not waiting and are being creative we're creating capital, we're building our portfolios. And when we both get to the same place, because my dad says this all the time, in five years, it'll still be five years. So whether you do nothing or you do something during that time, either you are gonna have something after five years or Or you'll have nothing and just be starting. So, I mean, don't let credit hold you back.
0: No, and I think people think credit is more static than it actually is, right? So credit is fluid. You do all these things, like you're saying, And you work on it as you work on it. Mm -hmm. It's going to get better and then you'll have more opportunities. But it is all time in the market. You know what I mean? So, no, I I agree with you wholeheartedly.
1: Yeah, that was a good topic.
0: No, good job. Shout out. Good job, soundboard.
1: (laughs) Soundboard. Sound man. (laughs) Sound man. thanks (laughs) thanks Latif <laughs> thanks I mean it's funny we. I'm came trying in here. to put the
0: man name out there
1: oh I don't think he must so we came in here and some days we come in here and we're like ready and we know exactly what we want to give you guys and other days we sit down in this chair and we look at each other and we go what do you want to talk about? So, Most days. OK, well, I'm trying to make it sound a little bit better than it is, but that's OK. So we asked uh, Latif. we were like, what should we talk about today? And it's kind of like those battle rappers where they throw out one word mm-hmm. and then a whole verse or song comes out of it. So that's what this was. Right. It was one word. He was like credit. And we related that to real estate yep. and investing. And here we are almost 20 minutes later talking about the value of good and bad credit and how you should start investing. The Today. good,
0: the bad, the credit.
1: The good, the bad, the credit of it all.
0: The credit of it all. I like that. And I'm good. You are. You are. We'll wrap us up, Miss Good.
1: This has been the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast with your host, Kevin and Aisha Shelton. Until next time,
0: we out. <laughs>